0: This is the Four Man Rush. Hello, Panther fans, and welcome to another podcast with the Four Man Rush. I'm your host, Timmy VO, here with Kevin, Will, and Monty's back in the building. Uh, Larry should be joining us soon, hopefully, and uh we'll let you know when he does, right? Right. Um, so Another week of uh, preseason football is uh, coming up. Uh, the Panthers are going to be playing the New England Patriots. And uh, we're going to touch on that. And we're also going to talk about, of course, uh, the, the previous game uh, with the Bills. So I guess you say Bills Part 2 after the joint practice. Um, you got the pregame for the preseason, then you have the preseason game itself. Uh, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the, the upcoming game of the Patriots. What we've seen in um, some... Uh, Uh, some of the positions, uh, whether it be running back, whether it be offensive line, whatever. We're going to cover all that because we saw a lot of discrepancies last week. It was (laughs) was subpar to the subpar, to say the least. But, um, yeah, we're going to touch on all that. And, um, yeah, welcome to the four-man rush podcast. Let's start off with the, obviously, the, the, uh, the game from last week with the Bills um we saw some good things and a lot of bad things but we did see some good things and we'll touch on that and we'll start with Kevin and then we'll touch off with uh Will and we'll go ahead uh, talk with Monty also about that Kevin the Bills game Mm, WTF bro (laughs) (laughs) I I mean I saw some good things but yeah let's 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 touch on let's touch on on everything about the Bills game because there's a lot to talk about
1: yeah, that was definitely a whiskey tango foxtrot moment if I ever seen one, bro. I'm trying Ooh, yeah. to tell you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, shout out to all our military folks that's uh, checking out the four man rush. Y'all know what we're talking about. Yep. But uh, but yeah, man. You know, sitting at the game, it felt good being back in Bank of America Stadium, back in Section 550. You know, with my peoples and you know, expectations weren't high, but you know, based on how the joint practices had went, I definitely wasn't expecting more than what the product was left out on the field. You know, when I think about the game, first two drives on offense and defense, you know, the Panthers were flat like church sold on a Sunday afternoon. I mean, they literally were like, I just didn't see none of that sizzle, none of that pop, none of that sense of urgency that I was seeing during them joint practices. I don't know if we kind of got a little cocky of ourselves because how well— we did in the joint practices, but, you know, I think Sean McDermott kind of wanted to, you know, prove a little point, even though it's preseason. Mm-hmm. I just really felt like that the energy from the team just was low, and it just uh, it just carried over from the first team to the second and the third. I look forward to the team rebounding from that performance definitely this upcoming week against New England. But overall, I, I really just saw the – in the trenches, the defensive line was playing was playing good, just the first team, the starters. You know, we only ran two different types of defensive personnel. When we was in our base, it was the 3-4. And when we was in nickel, it was the 4 uh, four two five. So when we was in our base defense, when they did attempt to run the ball, you know, they got their ass handed to them by us. the defensive line. You know, McCoy and Short. We're making plays. Poe was pushing the center back. You know, we had Mario Addison, Bruce Irvin making plays. I mean, yeah, I mean, them guys were, were you know, making staple plays, particularly when we got in the red zone. But once they came off the field after they did that three series, man, it just, it, we just didn't see no more sizzle, man. It was just very flat. And I, for one, expect better this team, but this is what preseason is all about. Not going to overreact, but it's definitely something to grab the attention. And if we know anything about Ron Rivera, uh, we know that practice this week was definitely going to be intense and high impact. Uh, definitely think that we're going to have a better showing this next coming week. Gotta hope so, man. <laughs> Gotta hope so. And we can see,
0: uh, you know, a lot more of our starters. Cam will be back uh, apparently, and things of that nature. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll go ahead and um, go ahead and follow up, bro. I already said my bit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you just got to remember what preseason football is all about. You know, it's more about player evaluation and trying to go out there and win the game. Um, And I just think, you know, I don't think the score was reflective of what was really happening. You know, you look at that first couple series, I thought the defensive line looked strong. You know, Buffalo had to get the ball out quick to avoid that pass rush that was coming Josh Allen's way. So they were spreading us out and picking on our second-string linebackers. You know, if Luke and Shack is out there, you know, I'm not so sure it happens that easily. So you just got to keep those things in mind. You know, you can be concerned about the depth. You know, what if a linebacker goes out and Carter and Smith has to step in? They still want to see those guys play better, but I don't think that's going to— that's a true reflection of what you're going to see from the defense. On offense, you know, same thing. Guys were getting open, but the quarterbacks weren't hitting— on target. You know, I think Kyle Allen struggled. Mm-hmm. You know, when Kyle Allen was struggling, I was like, man, it's a golden opportunity for Will Greer. Right. Man, was I wrong. Man. He was probably <laughs> better off sitting on the bench the whole game.
0: Man. In that
2: case. with the boy's So, I mean, Will Greer stunk it up. Kyle Allen stunk, stunk it up. up. So, I mean, they just weren't able to. And when you got guys stinking it up like that, you know, the receivers can't show out. You know, the running backs can't show out. You know, I didn't, you know, off- backup offensive line, you got guys trying to make the team, you know, they weren't making holes and getting movement up front so now the running backs can't show out so I think you know I just want a better performance from the backups you know because we're one cramp or one hamstring away from those guys being starters so we got to be able to depend on those guys when it counts on the positive side you know Jordan Scarlett uh Dredgy Bonifant the running back depth you got to be excited about what you saw there you know I think we got some good depth behind McCaffrey you let my man get some Gatorade this year, man. You know, 95% of the snaps. You know, that's a lot for a running back. So a lot, yeah. I think this year we can let McCaffrey, you know, step aside for a player to get some Gatorade and not miss a beat.
1: Right.
2: On defense, I mean, Goldens played well all preseason. I thought that went kind of under the radar. Um, you know, the starting line, like Kev said, McCoy, KK, Addison, those guys, you know, played very well. You know, the second D-line, we can probably see a little bit more out of them. But, you know, hopefully we just – Start to click better this week. You no know, third preseason game is about when you want to see your best football being played. So that's something we got to look forward to this week.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monty. Uh, I know it's been a while, man. Glad to have you back. Glad to have you back. What you What do you think about the Bills game, bro? Yes,
3: sir. Um, first, glad to be back, and um, yeah, I, I think Kevin will hit on it for the most part. Um, I think that we. So, you know, so often we forget that what Will said most is this is player evaluation. And, I you know, I I read somewhere the other day that preseason games is just a glorified practice. So I I think we all have to just keep that in mind with (laughs) – Our expectations, one, and, and you know, and, and us being not not reminding ourselves not to get too hot, too low. You know, I, I was definitely not happy and disappointed with the outcome of the game, and, and to see you know Kyle Allen and Will Greer struggle the way they did, and mm-hmm. and not to get much much push up front from the old line and what have you. But you know, then I also reminded myself a lot of these guys are backups, and where I agree with Will, we are one hamstring away or one injury away from them being starters, we also, you know, the, the, these are guys. This is what it's meant for, you know. This is what for This is what we do preseason for, you know, to get guys better and, and to get young guys in and see see what they bring to the table and and what we can get out of them. So, you know, I I was definitely disappointed, but you know, I, I left not too upset. Yeah, you know, I pro- I probably one of the few that wasn't too upset because again, you know, this is just player evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then hearing Ron Rivera come out and say that all we did was run vanilla defenses and and, and then only having run two Two different schemes on defense. You know that that just kind of more confirmed that you know it's, we didn't even come into the game full you know, with a full game plan. So yeah. you know I'm I'm not not overly worried. Um, like like Will said, when you have guys like Scarlet and Bonifant have the games that they had, even with a suspect O line and your quarterback playing out real well, and you know, and then with the deep line playing as well as they did up front and early. That's you know that's that's pretty much what what we expected to see. So I'm 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 content with it, man. This 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 game probably will be the the, the game I'd probably be more worried about if we had if we lay egg like we did this last week, you know. So I'm I, I think we'll be okay. All right, fans, relax. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get too upset,
0: folks. And it, it, it is it is a glorified practice. Let's be real about it. There's a lot of well, I, sh- I can't say a lot, but there's several NFL coaches who don't even want preseason games to be played they right they they want to come out of practice and go straight into the season and i, I don't i don't blame them i don't blame them cuz you know you have to worry about injuries and that's that is absolutely a, that is that is a big deal um but and, they, well
3: they, and you, you know you got your the, the guy football man the safety from San Diego he just you know he's going to be out with with the, with the with the stress fracture from practice you know yep. so i you know uh, yep. again we have to remind ourselves that this is player evaluation and we want to come out of preseason as healthy as possible, yeah, you know? Man. So if, if, if I got to see a couple of blowout games in preseason and, and we come out and, and put the, the hammer on people during the regular season, I'm, I'm 110% on board for it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that, man.
0: <laughs> Shoot. You have on to say, Kevin?
1: Yeah, that was, um, uh, Oh yeah. I'll just tell him, uh, Monty. Yeah. That was a uh, star safety for the chargers. Derwin James, who, uh, got the stress fracture, I believe, in his right foot, and they're talking about he's going to be out like four months. I mean, that's Correct. basically oh, literally yeah. all, that's pretty much what, coming back maybe around December, and if anybody's yeah. a stress fracture, know, yeah. even when it's quote-unquote healed, it's still going to take you like maybe two, three weeks to really get it back right. So right. there's right. a possibility, mm-hmm. depending on where their record at, that he might just, you know what I'm saying, just have to ride this one out and try again next year. I hate it for him because... You know, he was just someone that I, that I I personally like watching play last year, you know, as a safety. So, you know, you definitely, you know, you definitely hate any time injuries take away from somebody. And I know how people feel about, you know, preseason games and stuff like that. But my personal opinion, I think preseason games are needed because think about it. You just keep getting on your teammates for five, six weeks, you know, you're going to see way more fights <laughs> than you probably want to have to deal with, you know. So I think it's good to, yeah, you know, switch it up and and hit off on some different people because I know how it was when I played ball, you know, after two weeks. Yeah. You know, I hated everybody that was on my team. You know, cause I got tired of looking at them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's yeah. pros and cons with with it one way or the other. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I uh, one, I don't have no problem with it. You know, my, my position be if they want to – Stretch out the season or cut the preseason games. Let the seven players y'all have in that to be active. Like let the whole fifty-three man roster be available for every game. We if know. we're gonna do that, that's how I see it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: I think with um, you got
2: guys like Jordan Koonasik, you know, playing late in the game, you know, getting film. I think he had like seven tackles in this last preseason game. Mm. So, I mean, guys like that, you know, playing in those late third and fourth quarter, it's a good opportunity for them to get film on them and. You know, try to, if they don't make the Panthers, get on another team. You know, and again, that has nothing to do with the Panthers regular season, you know, if they end up getting cut. But that's really what preseason is for, you know, just evaluate players, you know, see where they fit, fill out your roster, you know, see, you know, what, get your depths in order. And for guys to get, you know, highlight tapes to try to, you know, pursue their careers with other teams possibly. So that's pretty much what preseason is all about.
0: I just hope we can get to, the, to the, that Rams game fully healthy. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a test and a half, man. That Rams game, That's gonna be a test right there, especially for our old line. Uh, but anyway, um, so we have the Patriots coming up. Interesting. We also have a uh, Cam Newton starting. We have a Luke Kuechly starting, and I believe CMC is gonna get some runs. And so we're gonna get a, our first real look at you know this uh, this starting offense going up against the uh, New England Patriots. What do you think, fellas? Let's let's start with you, Will. What do you what do you think we're going to see from the from the offensive side of the ball? And Then we will talk about the defense um, after, after we get through that.
2: Well, I love the fact that we play the Patriots every preseason because it kind of just gives you a measure instead of how do we look like against a champion. We get to see how they prepare. You know, get some rub off on them. And Bill Belichick likes playing the Panthers because he knows what he's going to get. He's going to get good looks. So I think it's a, I like that we play the Patriots in the preseason every year. This Friday, I just want to see, you know, the offense look crisp. You know, I don't want to see them in there too long. I know what Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey can do. You know, I want to see Jordan Scarlett possibly get some reps with the ones as well so we can kind of see, you know, what his skill set's all about and have him go up against stiffer competition as well with the Patriots ones. The defense, I mean, you're not going to get a better look than as far as Tom Brady. So I mean I think that's a big plus to get a look at our defense, our yeah, pass man. rush, our secondary, you know, the Patriots. They're gonna come out like the Bills. They're gonna try to spread us out and, you know, attack the linebackers. So let's see if they're up for the challenge. You know, you're gonna have to deal with, you know, Julian Edelman. You know, they got a good rookie guy named uh Nikhil Harry. They got a good depth of wide receiver. They got uh James White coming out of the backfield, Sonny Michelle. So you know, it's gonna be a good test. You know, I love that we play the Patriots. You know, I wanna I wanna play the best to see where we measure up and see what we need to work on and get ready for the week one game. Because, you know, the Rams, you know, they're going to be favored again to win the NFC, I bet. So we got to be fully prepared going into that one.
0: Uh, Monty, what you what you think about uh, the upcoming New England game?
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm personally excited to, to see what we get um, out of our offense, you know, and get out of the, the guys this this week. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting and, and real fun to see both, you know, not only the first team offense but the first team defense take the field together as as a whole unit. So I think that's going to be very exciting, you know, and seeing guys like McCoy in first time with the with the whole defensive unit together. So you know, that's going to be exciting. Um, I'm just personally, I, I want to come out of the game. I, I, I'm very excited to see Cam throw and, and you know, his, his rapport with guys like DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. But, you know, I, same with the other preseason games. You know, the number one priority for me is just coming out healthy and, and getting prepared for week one, you know. Uh, and, and definitely, I I love, like Will said, I love that we get to, to measure ourselves with arguably the best team in the modern era or modern Super Bowl era that we've seen in a long time you know so I think that's is definitely going to be fun to to go up against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick to, and to see how how well we do against a Super Bowl caliber team like them but you know again as I said earlier it's – Let's not make this game bigger than what it is. It it is still preseason, even though it is the dress rehearsal. So, you know, priority number one for me is getting our guys out, getting healthy, and 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 just you know, just let's just see some growth. You know, let, let's just see, let's see that rapport that that Cam has been working on. Let's see that new throwing motion. Let's see what this offense is potentially can look like come week one and during the season. So yeah, man, I, I'm excited for uh, Friday, man.
0: Right on, man. Heck yeah. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Larry is in the building.
1: What's up, Larry? What's going on, fellas? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, bro? Welcome, welcome in. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Welcome to the four-man party four-man rush, man. What's up? Running a little bit late. I'm sorry about
4: that, though.
0: Did Are you good? You good. You just you just in time to talk about this uh this Patriots matchup that we got. We got our uh uh, I believe we have all our offensive starters uh, um, um, on the roster for that game. So, uh, what, what do you uh, what are you expecting to see out of see out of our starters on offense?
4: I just want to watch the trenches. Uh, I've been very displeased with the way the offensive line has performed, not on an individual basis, but collectively, it just hasn't looked like the unit that I was expecting to see thus far. Mm. I just know that takes reps, continuity, stuff like that. So I just want to see it all come together. Like, uh, I'll give you an example. You know, I like the way that Trey Turner and uh, Matt Paradis have been working together, combo blocks, communication, and stuff like that. But, you know, they all—they both have had their bad reps as well. Um, Taylor Moten has looked like he's primed to improve the way he uh, improved from last year. Mm-hmm. But he's had some bad reps as well. Uh, same with Van Roden. Same with whether it's going to be Daryl or Greg Little. Everybody's had good reps and bad reps. It's just been a lack of consistency. So, on the uh, dress rehearsal, I just wanted to see all five guys come together and look like a machine.
0: Right on, man. Right on, Kevin. Uh, what do you What are you expecting to see, bro?
1: Yeah, for me, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at it from a defensive point of view. I'm more interested in than uh, our offense because, you know, I know you're only good as the last game you play. But in, you know, 2017, you know, the when we went to. To New England, uh, we hung up like what 34 points. So I'm pretty confident that with more skilled players than what we had before and a better offensive line, I feel like that if this was a game test for real, we we would uh, we would do well from an offensive point of view. I want to see how we counteract the wits of Tom Brady from a defensive point of view, the type of weaponry that they can put out their very various formations. I mean, I'm not a Patriots fan, but at all. But I love their playbook. I love their off um, how their offense. What they do is that they tailor their game plan week by week according to what your weaknesses are. And to be honest, even though our starters haven't been in on defense and for the most part, but I, I feel like they're still going to try to target the uh, the linebackers because. So far, that's something that's been seen, and they're probably looking at fact that Shaq and Luke haven't played that much, or haven't played at all, really, so far. So it will not surprise me if they try to get their slot receivers on the inside on spread formations or, you know, running backs coming out the flats and things like things of that nature. So I want to see how we respond to the Patriots from a defensive point of view, how we're going to match up when they come out in their spread formation, their bunch formation, Uh, They can also line it up two, three tight ends with a fullback and go power. You know, I want to see that with this new, you know, hybrid look that we're going to do, that we've been running, how we're going to respond to such a different, complex offensive scheme that we're going to now. I'm not expecting New England to throw everything, but, you know, New England is New England. They have an arrogance about them that's well-earned. So it wouldn't surprise me if they don't try to, you know, show off for their home fans as as this is the last dress rehearsal for the regular season. So, you know, I want to see how our defensive line do against their offensive line. I want to see how our linebackers match up when we get spread it out. And I definitely want to see how our secondary responds to, you know, the quick passing game as, as well as, you know, them taking shots. Because, you know, if you fellas haven't heard, they reinstated Josh Gordon. Now, I don't know if he's going to play this game uh, I know he did resume practice, but that's just another weapon in the mix, along with the other guys that we talked about so far. So, for me, I'm looking at it from a how will the Panthers' defense match up with this complex um, offense that the New England Patriots going uh, to bring? Because this let us know when we're facing the Rams and the Falcons and the Saints, uh, that we type offenses want to play how it looks when we line up against uh, multiple playmakers with a a stud at quarterback.
0: Indeed, indeed. Now, I'm assuming Tom is probably only going to play <laughs> first quarter. Um, hopefully, we'll see. Because um, uh, that defensive line is going. It's yeah. I don't, I don't think Tom wants to see that coming at him for over a quarter. Because <laughs> he's not. He's not going to be happy about that. But I, I'm. I'm. I am curious about going back to the offense side of the ball. I, I am curious to see Cam in action. Um, going up, going up against uh, a Bill Belichick coach defense, even though it is preseason. Um, you know, as as uh, as Kevin mentioned, you know, they do have an arrogance about them. So their their work ethic, you know, their drive is is coming, right? It's it's going to be it's going to be legit. It's going to be legit. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how Cam is going to going to um, stand tall and deliver the football well without you know going back to his old ways, so to say. He's going to be comfortable like that.
2: If you remember last year, you know, watch these wide receivers. We ain't going to have to play a lot of man coverage. Mm -hmm. Our own Curtis Samuel, you know, Stephon Gilmore turned around and twisted like a pretzel (laughs) in that preseason game. Yes, he did. Watch these receivers work this week as well. (laughs) We can get some highlight reels out of them to get you excited for the year.
0: (laughs) No doubt. Yeah, I I love to see some highlights. That's that's good stuff. That's good stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd definitely like to see how our – I definitely see how our tight ends do because that's something that's has been made up. You know, Ian Thomas—he's back from a uh, his rip. He's done made every practice this week. So with Olsen playing and Ian Thomas, it'd be a good chance for us to see what the uh, two tight end look. I mean, Manhurst—he's he's got reps, and you know, he's been looking pretty decent mm-hmm. in preseason. So I, I definitely think our tight ends uh, has a chance to be featured as well as. You know, uh, with Greg Olson out there, we we know what we're going to get from him. But I think it's time to unlet um, the uh, let our other tight ends be known and uh, featured as well. So I, I definitely think it's a good game for our tight ends to uh, feature and showcase themselves.
0: No doubt, no doubt. And um, now now Monty, we talked about this last week. We touched on this last week about about the linebacker core. Right and 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 how how short we thought the linebacker core is after you after you get past Shack it gets kind of fuzzy. Well, do you do you feel that way or do you think the linebacker core has has room to improve?
3: I you know if we were going to say the I don't want to say the link or or the or you know I, I think the depth is just not there when you compare it to other positions like corner. Now our safety you know safety has become a lot. A lot deeper than what we thought it would be at the start of camp, and you know, and and mini camp, and and the defensive line. You know, last year being one of the thinnest positions that we had on that defense, and now is the bulkiest that we have on the defense. I, I I think it's definitely room to improve, but I do like the talent that we have at linebacker. You know, even out even outside of Shaq it's just, you know, they're young and we still have, you know, it's, it's, they're still developing, you know, and, and if we haven't learned anything with Shaq, you know, some guys is going to take a couple years, you know, it's, it, it's not going, it's not going to be where we're going to get that immediate production. Like we got out of fluke or like we got out of TD, you know, and, and this is the crazy and funny thing about it. We have just been one of the more blessed teams in that regard, for defense, you know, for the, our defense, because we've just been blessed and lucky enough to have two All Pro Pro Bowl linebackers for seven, eight years, you know, and, and for them both to play at a very high caliber. And now we're seeing with Eddie gone, and you know, with with Luke not playing a lot of pre or any preseason games so far, hmm. you know, it it's, it it shows. You know, you, you see you see what what we're missing, you know, and the lack there of. Not only veteran presence, but the lack of depth that we normally used to bank on. So, but I, I say that to say I like Carter. You know, I, I think Carter is, is definitely a guy that w- that we can, w- with another year and, and some more time under his belt. You know, we can we can hang our hat on. And mm-hmm. I say this, you know, with this with the new three four look, I think we have a lot of guys that we can move around on that defense to you know t- to to really help and, and soften that blow. Uh, at the linebacker position. And I, I, I say this to say, last year, the Rams had one of the worst linebacking quarters in football and they went to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> go figure. <laughs> so, you know, so I, I, I'm, I'm not real. overly worried. It's yeah. again, health is my biggest thing. And I've been saying this since minicamp mm. If we can, if we can stay healthy, we are one of the dangerous teams in the NFL, one of the most dangerous teams in the NFL. And that's, you know, and, and I'm, I'm standing on that. It's just we just got to stay healthy. Yeah, we was talking about that last week. I had to well, bring that up. I
4: ahead. I
0: might be
4: the only one concerned about that position, man. Like, I just don't, I don't like the depth. Not that I don't like the young players. I am a big fan of Carter. Andre Smith has showed me more than I expected. But at the same time, we're in a win-down zone. Like we're in a win-down mode. God forbid a guy like Luke Teekly or Shaq goes down, like, just to fill in that could be the weakest link, and we just can't afford that at the moment. I would just like to – I don't mind those young guys developing, but just get an insurance policy like a Mason Foster-type guy, Mm. bring him in just in case those young guys aren't ready. Also, just wanted to comment on uh, an additional thing I had about the preview for the Patriots. I think that they're going to lay out the blueprint. The way I feel going into the season, we have the absolute best defensive line in the NFL. The only way you really negate a defensive line is to dump the dink and dump and throw screens. So it's going to be imperative that our linebackers are flying up and making short tackles. Same thing with our safeties and our corners. We should go into all 16 games expecting it already. Teams are going to dink and dump us to death. That's just what is going to happen because our defensive line is not going to be stopped. I don't care who you are. <laughs> no. I don't care if you're the Eagles, whatever it is. No. You just got to look at it like... <laughs> way too talented to be stopped. You gotta double team somebody. Yes. Somebody's gonna get one on one every single down. Right. Somebody's gonna put pressure on the quarterback. So you're right, man. You're right. The I, way they're gonna try to fix that is not get better offensive linemen, but they're gonna try to throw flats, throw screens, throw quick quick options out to the halfback, stuff like that. So we gotta
3: have good linebackers
4: that come up and make tackles.
3: Yeah, and Will, just to piggyback off your comment just now, I I don't I, I'm not saying that I believe that we have the deepest linebacking core in football and, and I'm even going on record with if Luke, God forbid, knock on wood, if either one of our starting linebackers go down, we are going to be in trouble. But I I do say this to say with the way that the league is transitioning now. I I we've seen last year, and and I don't know if last year is just a you know an outlier year because of the rule changes, but you see last year that you don't necessarily have to have an elite linebacking core to to you know to have an elite team, and and that's you know in in with the way that we have build this team now, you know I, I feel like this is a copycat league, and we're doing a lot here, we're copying a lot of what the other successful teams are doing like you know even even when I look at Minnesota and and I look at I and I consider Minnesota still in the lead defense they don't have a lead linebacker play same with LA you know and and not saying that linebacker play isn't a huge thing because I do believe that it is a big thing but I also believe with improvements in your secondary with improvements in on that front four it makes Life a hell of a lot easier for Luke Keekly, Shaq, and God forbid if one of these guys have to come in and fit, you know and, and step in play, it makes life a little bit easier. Now, mind you, you know if you got garbage, it's always so much you can do to, to, to shadow garbage, and you know before, mm-hmm. before they start getting exposed. But you know, I, I again, I you know, I think we've we've had out this long for Shaq, so I'm you know, and in, it's in, in looking like he's going to pan out now. So it's like in. I say If we're going to do that For Shaq You know We got to give These guys an opportunity To you know To develop So But I think You also make A lot of great points You know We, we are in Win now mode And we can't afford To you know To to, to uh, end the season On an 8 and 8 record Or, or 9 and 7 record You know So I, I agree with you we are not
4: going to disrespect And call me Will First of all This Yeah Oh, I am sorry. <laughs> brother, brother. I am sorry. You know what? I you know, I, look, I've been gone a couple weeks in I my head. I'm so sorry. I, sorry. I do have some counterpoints. First of all, you just said the Vikings linebacker Corey and Elite. So what is Anthony Barr to you? I'll let you answer that in a moment. But this is a big factor to consider. We started off 6 and 2 last year, right? That's eight that games. Man. Four of those were, with, were without Thomas Davis. The reason why we was successful because we had Shaq as a good that player can come in and not miss a beat. All I'm saying is we gotta keep having that. Like who's gonna be Shaq if he was to go down? I'm just not absolutely comfortable with the young guys yet. I do understand they gotta develop, but at the same time, let's just have some insurance come in just to compete with those guys at least.
0: Yeah, Will you mentioned um in the chat uh earlier today about um cuts right, and, uh, you know, NFL teams going to have to make hard decisions. Do you you think there's uh, some linebackers out there that we could possibly pull on and and bring them on um, just to see if they can provide that insurance?
2: Well, you got, like Larry said, guys like Mason Foss. But I think, you know, at the same time, we got to put our players in position to win. And when you watch that Buffalo game, you know, Buffalo comes out five wide, they're moving Cole Beasley inside. So you're asking Jermaine Carter to cover Cole Beasley. And I think that's a lot to ask for any linebacker to be able to go toe-to-toe in space with a quick slot receiver like that. Mm. So, you know, if the team's going five wide, you know, why aren't we using more of a dime package to get better matchups? You know, put a nickel on Cole Beasley as opposed to a linebacker. And I think that's the same thing, you know, that Shaq's on. Um, at, at times that he struggled with at times. You know, you got, even TD, you know, you got you can't you know, put these linebackers on these shifty slot receivers and expect them to be able to, no, that's the mismatch that teams are going to try to create and attack. So I think you know maybe we should see more dime packages, put more DBs out there. You no, know, I know we're talking about the Vikings since we're on that topic. I know Mike Zimmer's a guy that open-minded and put six DBs on the field at once. You know because he wants to catch-ups and not allow teams to spread them out like that. So Carter did struggle in coverage, but I think at the same time. I think we could put them in better positions to win and give them better matchups.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, because, you know, when we go back to when we played the Bears, you know, outside of, you know, Mayo 2.0, which was Norris, <laughs> you know, Carter and Smith, you know, both, you know, played well when they was able to line up, like, matchups <laughs> against tight ends and running backs. You know, they was making tackles and limiting, you know, yards after the catch. You know, because, quote-unquote, traditionally, that's where lineup, um, linebackers are, you know, trained to do and, you know, trained to cover. Again, this, which has always been a pet peeve of mine, and I understand we're just going basic during preseason, because I know during practice that I saw down in Walford, you know, we was lining up in dime sets when we was going four and five-wise. So to see nickel against that, I just think that, uh, you know, that's just us just keeping it under wraps until it's time to use it. A little frustrating to watch, but I I definitely think that they has plenty of room to grow, but I don't think it is as dire of a need to quote-unquote bring someone in because at the end of the day, you know, bringing someone in is only taking away reps from them to develop and grow. And if we don't invest in draft picks in these guys, although quote-unquote they're fourth round Mm -hmm. and lower, but still, you know, let these guys get their lumps like everybody else. We all know that players mostly don't show their value until their third year, and both Carter and Smith – are in their second year. So with the new scheme and, you know, new play calling being done this year by Rivera, I feel I feel confident that in a pinch that they will be able to perform well enough to get the job done. That's not me just going off blind faith. Again, that's just seeing that, as Will said, when they put in the positions to win, they make plays. But, you know, you can't have 240-pound linebackers covering 180-pound slot receivers. That, that physics is just not going to allow that.
4: Hey, Kev, the football mind in me completely agrees with you, man. We got to have development. The only way for these guys to develop is if they get the reps. But the Panther fan in me can't stand to see. I just know that we have a team that's ready to win right now. It seems like every single time that we're in that position to win the big one, it's one or two positions that kill us. Go back to the Super Bowl. I guess we had to sit there and let Mike Rimmis take his lumps, right? <laughs> what did that result in? Yeah. Uh, 2013, I guess we had to just let Melvin White take his lumps and learn and develop. He got torched. Like It's just like, mm. I'm all for getting development, but at the same time, I just want to have an insurance policy in case those guys don't answer the bill. Right. You know, Elder is somebody I believe in 100%. I want to see him be great. when he took his L's. You know what I'm saying? Those it's just like the timing. The timing of him learning and taking those L's, those are meaningful games. I'd rather that stuff happen early in the season. When it comes down to it, December and January, I want to make sure we got the right talent in the right spaces. That's all.
0: Fair enough. And I, I guess we'll uh have a better assessment after uh after the games Is it Thursday or Friday, fellas.
2: Thursday this week.
0: Thursday, yeah. So after after the Thursday game we'll have a, a little better idea of of whether that insurance policy is is on our team or we're gonna just start start searching because we can't we can't risk um having, you know, us this this stout of a defensive line, this type of secondary potentially, and only having two linebackers that we can actually rely on from week to week. That's not gonna do it. It's just not gonna do it. Think I don't think Tepper's uh is is going to is going to be very happy about <laughs> having this type of team that he that he helped put together, and we have the weak spot at the spot that we've been the strongest at for all these years, and it, and, it, and it comes up to be an Achilles for us, and that's that's not going that's not going to be good, especially not for Ron Rivera, neither. It's gonna be interesting. You know what? That's to him was all security though, because of
4: who our head coach is, and that's Ron Rivera if take pride in anything, it's that linebacker spot. So I guess we got to kind of trust him in that I, aspect. Yeah. But again, I just know for a fact, no matter what front we're in, 30, 40, nickel, dime, that front, that front four, that defensive line, that rotation we got, mm. ain't nobody stopping them. Mm-mm. The only way you're going to stop them is digging and dumping and throwing screen passes. I it- promise you, not, but we're not going to have to worry about deep balls because we got too much athleticism on the back end. Yep. We're not going to have to worry about nobody running it up our gut because we just too stout right. that front is elite I don't care what it look like on paper <laughs> I've seen enough on film to know that that group of guys are going to dominate Yeah. so I can only I try to think from an offensive mind like damn if I got to see Mario Addison uh, Bruce Irvin mm-hmm. Gerald McCoy, mm-hmm. Kawan Short mm-hmm. Don Terry Poe, mm-hmm. Ryan Burns mm-hmm. Christian Miller mm-hmm. Marcus Haynes how do I stop that you know what they're gonna come after me, but I'm just gonna dig it off to my running back. Yeah. That's all I can think of. So yeah. I just want like that's what they, that's what teams are gonna do, and we just gotta find a way to stop and to make sure we have the personnel to stop it. That's
3: absolutely, what. absolutely. You know, and if I can add one last thing, um, Tim. But you know, go, going I I like what you said about how how Tepper and Ron likely aren't going to be happy, or you know, go with having one of our. I guess our stronger position is now becoming one of our weaker positions on defense from a linebacker yeah. Yeah. standpoint. But you know, fellas, let's let's just be honest. That's that's the name of the game with football. You know, it like times change, and 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 with, with that. Things have to evolve. We have to evolve. And I mean, and, and I guess the biggest thing that I can point out is, you know, a couple years ago, we looked at Seattle secondary as elite. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't score, you couldn't throw the ball on, on Seattle secondary. And now not only is nobody in <laughs> a part of that elite secondary, even on the team anymore, but you know, that's probably one of their weaker areas on that defense now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just a part of the game, you know, in, in this time, you know, this time last year, we were all asking for elite play in our secondary or better play in our secondary. And we were also looking for better play in, in our front four. We have that now, you know, and, and I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but you know, you is, it's almost impossible to expect to have it all. You know, it's, it's, it, it very rarely do you have a defensive unit where, where very rarely do you have a 2015 Denver Bronco defense or very rarely do you have a 2013 Seattle defense to wear at every single level on that defense you mm-hmm. your stout and and that's just you know and I so I just the the realist in me says you know we realistically speaking we're not going to have an all-Pro at every single position you know let, let's let's just call it what it is but does that mean that we won't have an elite defense absolutely not you know and just like Larry said with that front four I'm I don't see how any you know offensive line mm-hmm. can come fourth quarter defend in that you know can can block us you know sure. especially up front and then adding a guy like Trey Boston adding you know Dante coming Dante Jackson coming to year two Bradbury looking to make another step in, you know in in our defense and then Eric Reed you know as, as the the last insurance policy I you know I'm I'm totally okay with the linebacker core not having to carry the load on defense like it has been for the last seven or eight years. Mm. You know, again, like I said, we, we've been blessed for eight years to have to all pro linebackers, and times have changed, fellas, you know, and, and that's just the the rule of the game.
4: I'm glad I'm be back because I got plenty to argue about. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
4: glad you're back, man. But listen, bro, Patriots, outside of the Patriots, think about the teams that win Super Bowls. They do have those elite style defenses where they got all pro type talent on all three levels. I'm not saying all 11 guys got to be all pro, but you got to have elite play on all three levels. And that's all I want. And in the event that somebody were to go down, Kevin drives this home every single day we speak. All he cares about is having quality depth. Because if you lose somebody, you don't want to miss a beat. So when I look at our, our defense as a whole, I think we got quality depth just about everywhere except that one spot. That's why it's going to continue to be a concern for me because I'm looking to see if Luke or the Shaq were to miss any kind of plays, who's going to come in and not miss a beat? But I think Will was up next.
0: Yeah, Will. Yeah, go ahead, Will. What were we going to say?
4: I think, you know,
2: what you got to realize as well is we were in a plain vanilla defense for that preseason game. We haven't even seen the type of exotic blitzes Ron's going to have in his pocket and dial up. You know, once he, once we're full go, when the season starts, you know. True. So, I mean, now you're going to have maybe Carter pass rushing, Burns dropping in the coverage. And, you know, if you watch the combine, Burns has sideline to sideline speed to be able to play in space. You know, Bruce Irvin has that, too. So, I just think mm-hmm. there's just so many different looks that the defense is going to give you that, you know, I think you can scheme around, you know, one injured player. Like if Shaq's out for a game and Carter has to come in and play next to Luke, You know, there's ways you can scheme around that. So I think, you know, we we talk about having all pros at all three levels. I think this team could potentially have that with KK and McCoy up front, Luke, um, at linebacker. And then the secondary, one of those guys can potentially step up, whether it be Reed or uh, Dante Jackson. You know, I think there's potential for that. So, you know, on the best case scenario, I mean, this is a loaded defense. You know, we just have to have guys step up and, you know, I think. You know, I think we'll see that eventually. You know, Carter got some reps last year. You know, he had a couple
1: slip ups here and there, but you know, we'll see.
0: Uh, Kevin, yeah, you want to want to add on to that?
1: Nah, I man, everybody pretty much you know drove home what I've always felt and thought. So, you know, I'm uh, mm. hey, I'm I I, I think Larry kind of going hard on my linebackers because you know they're not from FSU, <laughs> but you know it's all good though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I tell you what though, man. Now, Keep in you, mind too, you know, when uh Eric Reed played in uh San Francisco, he stepped down into the box when they needed that extra linebacker depth. So now you're putting more athleticism down there as well. So uh, what if you go with the lineup with Luke Keekley and Eric Reed stepping down there, Golden and uh, Trey Boston on the back end? That's So you know, exa- three safety look like to use.
4: That's
0: exactly what I was gonna bring up, dude. Cause Eric Reed can hold it down in the box. Without a doubt, he can guard. He can guard the tight end. And he can disrupt the run play. Without a doubt, and we have that safety situation where we can rotate. Um, I believe was it was a cockrail or one of the DBs was was circling in with the uh, with the, the safety position. So, I mean, we 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 can shift it around if need be. That that's that's not a problem at all. But it will make me feel better if we have somebody who works with the linebacker court at all times. That's their position. That's what they do. If they if they have if we have somebody like that, or maybe two people like that, who could come in behind Luke and, and Shaq and hold it down and we know so we don't have to rely on them quite as much. That's just my worry. But yeah, Eric Reed can hold it down in the box. That's no doubt about that. He looks like a linebacker shit. <laughs> That's a big dude, bro. That's a big dude.
4: Y'all gonna let off on me because y'all, y'all can't yell at me because I'm spoiled. Thing about, all oh, everything I done did for this Rivera error. Er- if er. we go down with a concussion, big it used to come in. He wasn't elite, but he was good enough, so I felt like we weren't missing a beat. We won games with that. Yeah, That's all I'm asking for. I don't care if it's Carter, Smith. I'm just asking to give me that high-level production, where yeah. I feel like we still going to be successful yeah. at that particular position. That's all.
0: Yeah, step on the field and put out.
4: I've been I've been spoiled, bro. You can't get mad at me at that. I've been spoiled with linebackers. <laughs> Damn man, all eighteen years I've been the Panther fan, whether it's from Dan Morgan till now, I've always had great linebackers, even backups. So yes, sir. that's just like a standard for me. I can't let go of that. We gotta have it. That's all.
0: Damn you, Thomas Davis. Damn you. <laughs> oh man. Um so real quick. The dome is up. I repeat, the dome is up. Are they practicing in there yet, Kevin? Are are they they running around in there?
1: Yeah, the bubble is up and running. Uh, Today was officially the first day that the players were able to practice inside the bubble, for those that are not aware. Uh, The bubble is the newly renovated practice fields uh, for the Carolina Panthers. Basically, they dug up the old two fields and now... Uh, now, I guess you said we got a fill in two separate halves because what they've done is the bubble is about 60 yards of playing fill on the inside. It's pressurized, you know, something to allow the players to protection from inclement weather. Like they said, when they went inside today, it was easily 30 degrees cooler than what it was outside. So mm. with it being in the 90s? You're talking about it feeling like in the 60s in there. That's definitely got to be a relief, mm. you know, especially for the for the big boys in the trenches. And, of course, you know, we all know that practicing in ballrooms and convention centers
0: <laughs> pretty much sucks. for the last
1: 25 years. That's, so, real. That's real. You know, there's definitely a few jabs about that from some of the players, you know, now that the bubba's been put up. So shout out to Mr. David Tupper for coming in a year ago, say he was going to do it. Yes, sir. And it's has came to life. So yeah. I appreciate that. Right on. I know.
0: Hey, uh, Will, Monty, Larry, you guys have been in one of those facilities before. I know some of these college teams have those uh, those domes on their campuses.
4: No, I have not, but I can definitely relate to having to do your walkthrough in a, in a damn convention center. Yes. I'm <laughs> serious. This is high school. Real talk, yeah. We yeah. used to play for Scataway, which is a big high school in New Jersey. Malcolm Jenkins, Kyle Wilson, uh, Anthony Davis. Hmm former NFL players that, you know, played for Piscataway. But whenever we played them, it was always late in the year, like around Thanksgiving, it was always either snowing or raining up in Jersey. So when we traveled there to go play them, we ended up in a convention center at the uh, NBC Suites Hotel doing our walkthrough. So just to hear that our NFL team is doing that, that was completely unacceptable to me. I'm so glad that the Dome is here. I know how hot it gets down there in Charlotte, Spartanburg. I live in Atlanta. It hasn't been less than ninety eight degrees all summer long, so
3: mm-hmm.
4: I think it's going to benefit the guys.
3: Yeah, well, it's it's been a long time overdue for me. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I've I've been one of one of the few fans that have. That's one of my biggest knock when Jerry Richardson was here was you know we didn't we didn't keep our players up to date with times, you know, and, and that's with, with, you know, that's with the training facilities to, to you know, to, to having to, to have our, our boys live in a college dorm for a couple of weeks and, oh, well, where that's all cool. You know, I, it's, is, you know, we, you got, you got to move with the to times, you know, you, you got to keep you, your boys up to date. And, and like you said, that's where it have been looking for and had been calling for for, A while now, so you know, I I think it's 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 you know it's been well overdue. Um, I'm glad that Tepper you know got it done and and got it done quickly, you know. And and again, the player, you know, and just looking at from from the players' reactions, they love it. So you know, that that I feel feel like that's another thing as well. You know, so I'm 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 happy. Like you said, when you when you play this, just just play the play the applause sound in the background because you know because because I think that's just another great thing that Tepper's been, you know, trying trying to incorporate here with the Carolina Panthers. And and you, you know, and I say you can you can see bringing what he brought or the atmosphere or or that you know that winning mentality from Pittsburgh. You can tell you can he's trying to incorporate that here in Carolina. And I love it. So yeah, man. It's, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a good thing to see, man.
0: Amen. Will he ever been uh <laughs> I know, I know you've you've played you've played some play some ball in your in your day. You ever you ever have to line up in, in like a gymnasium man. or a conference center or some shit.
2: Well, you know. Well, first thing I gotta say is man, hopefully Will Greer can hit somebody with his colored jersey on, <laughs> throwing indoors instead of outside. <laughs> but no, I own. Um, Nah, we um. (laughs) Nah, we um. Nah, we man. High school, you know, rain outside. We in a basketball gym. In college as well, you know, Howard. I always say my high school facilities was better than our college
0: Mm. facilities.
2: So again, we could be in a basketball court trying to run a practice walkthrough and all of that, Mm. and you know, just don't have enough space to run routes and do what you need to do. So just to see an NFL team practicing in a convention center, just
0: that's just unacceptable yeah, right.
2: to me. So, you know, I'm happy that they finally did this. You know, practice, you know, the train shouldn't stop rolling just because it's raining outside.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you you would think that, you know, Richards being obviously an investor, he would invest in his team more by, uh, uh, you know, having facilities where they can keep practicing, and which, which will allow them to win games. I don't understand why he's just... He just let that slide for all those years. I don't. I don't get that.
4: Uh, there you go. Yeah.
3: You're yeah. it, bro. Drawing it. He
4: could care less,
3: man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I don't want to be that guy to say he could care less, but you know it. You know, I, I'm one of the the proof is in the pudding type of guys, and and you know don't 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 spit in my face and tell me it's raining outside, and, and that's kind of how I felt a lot of times with Jay Richardson. It's, you know, he, he 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 didn't do a lot when, when it came to. Uh, a lot of the Panther relations, and when it what when it just you know, like I said, just just keeping us up to date with what every other NFL team has in the league. You know, I, you know, it's, it's it'd be different if we were asking for something that nobody else had. But you know, this is this is to me, I, I feel like this is just common stuff. Like like a facility that's that's not having your guys practice in a 200 degree weather. I feel like that's 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 not a hard thing to ask for, you know. And but of course, Richardson. Richardson had his own personal agenda, you know, and and, and I, I wish him the best, but, you know, I, I'm i not losing a second to sleep knowing that he's not our owner anymore, man.
0: <laughs> you know what, Monty, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah,
3: and another thing
1: is, I, yeah, another thing, I think that with Jerry Richardson, you know, by him being the old school guy, we're talking about someone that played in the 1958 NFL championship game. I just think that a lot of his – Ways was right back to the those days where it was just toughness, grinders out, you know, macho. We can. It doesn't matter what the weather is. You know, my team's tough enough to enhance. I, I think a lot of that mind frame when it came to modernizing, you know, the facilities uh, with us, I, I think some of that just had to do with, you know, his, his vision of how he wanted his team to be, you know, tough, rugged. I mean, look at it. We, you know, Strong defense, running the ball type coach, you know, type coaches we primarily had here in, you know, Carolina have always been defensive minded coaches that like to establish the run offensively. You know, this is just the type of things that Richardson, you know, did as a player and and it just kind of, you know, led over. The only time we kind of had any sort of offensive, you know, my frame was when George Seifert was hired. And for them years, yeah, we put up points, but we just gave up too many on the other end. So, mm. but yeah, I just think a lot of the ways he was sluggish with modernizing. I think it just more so had to be his, his mind frame of, you know, we're we're going to be old school, blue collar, tough it out, beat you up type of guys. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've been so inconsistent as a franchise. You know, still no back to back winning seasons. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I call it for what it is. You know, I think it was just his vision that held us back.
4: So, Kevin, you telling me that touch a girl butt and run thing is old school? <laughs> mm. <laughs> you telling me that touch a girl butt thing—that's an old school thing? I thought that was something we did in the eighties. But Richardson was up to date. Let me leave that alone. But you still.
0: <laughs> Let it go, Larry. Let it go. Yeah, I'm sorry, go, man.
4: I'm sorry. Man. Dude was just walking
2: through the office doing his thing, man. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, big cat. Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to jeans then <laughs> <laughs>
4: right? Let me take you to dinner, baby.
2: <laughs> oh
0: man, who needs a dome when you got a bubble? <laughs> Come here, girl. All right, all right, we we're good. We good. We good. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we get a little carried away sometimes, but I am super excited that they got this facility. We don't have to skip practice as some of you guys, you listeners, um, you probably already know. If you're a Panther fan, especially, we had to like not practice last year sometimes, and, and you can't have that at the professional level. Yeah, these guys have been playing football all their lives. True, but it's that continuity and and that you know that that. The, the collective understanding of where to, where your guy is going to be and where you're supposed to be and the speed at which that happens, right? You know, it's, it's, it's important. So not practicing man, that's 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 highly unacceptable. I don't know why in the world that happened in the first place, but yeah, we got we got to the Super Bowl in 2015 without it. Lord knows what happens, but we got it. I'm just saying, just saying. Um, all right. So anything uh, you guys want to say before we wrap up?
3: Uh yeah, I I like to say something. Uh, Panther fans, we're, we're, no matter if we win or lose, come Thursday, it is preseason. Please keep it in mind. <laughs> this is still preseason. Let's 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 again, we all have a uh, we all make a make it this game bigger than what it is. I know it's the Patriots. I know it's Tom Brady. I know that we are un- Cam Newton is undefeated against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the regular I am season. fully aware. And, and, and say it again in the regular season in the regular season it, it is, still, it is still preseason <laughs> the ultimate goal is is to get better and come out healthy so please regardless of the outcome if, if we if we lose 15 to nothing it's okay <laughs> you know it's going to be okay, it is going to be okay. It, it's it's still early you know but exactly. you know but other than that man I'm I I'm ready for the season I you know it's, it's getting kind of boring I, I'm tired of talking about Pointless games now I'm, I'm ready to, to start, start to, Where the games count
4: Hey Monty if we lose, I'm just going to remind Panthers Nation That The Falcons are 0-12 In their last 12 preseason games <laughs> There you go, <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> um, Damn and, and
3: And And if I can remember correctly They've made the Super Bowl and, and Within those, that three year span So you know that, that just goes to show you How much Preseason actually Don't really mean anything So
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Will, you have anything to uh,
2: to say before we get out of here? Yeah, like you said, man, we talking about practice, not a game,
0: <laughs> not a game. Not a
2: game, we talking about practice. practice.
0: Come on, man. Now, you
2: know, no, you know, it's like you said, man. You know, take it for what it is. You know, we want to see the team get better. You know, get there get right, do what they got to do to get ready for week one. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just preseason. We're just trying to evaluate
4: players and fill out roster depth. Cam? Sam, the reason why the reason why we're coming at the, the, the fan base like this is because on one of our very posts, he had a guy complaining about Ron Rivera's decision-making, like, oh, he kept going forward on third or fourth down. Yeah, we were so unorganized. They called a timeout for no reason. People uh, really just couldn't grasp that it. it's preseason and we we're just trying to
3: evaluate. do bother about it. Hey, but you got right, to- well, dude, you know, and and let me say this: I'm by no means a Will Greer fan, but for some of our fan base to be as hard as they are on Will Greer with two damn preseason games under his belt. I it, it you know it's it's comical you know it's it's, it's dude it's you know and then I even saw where where Kev responded to show Cam Newton's preseason stats and numbers his rookie season you know and and it just it preseason uh, I, I hate to be that guy because I know that it, it it is important it is meant to get guys better but preseason is by far you know especially come game one, two, three, uh, if if it's not game three. A lot of nonsense out of 10, your starter's not even playing. So, you know, so just, mm-hmm. we have to relax. Prepare the nation, you have to just relax a little. Don't buddy. be happy now.
4: Yeah, Tim, dude, wanted to, dude was mad because we went fourth and three instead of kicking the 10-yard field goal, bro.
0: In preseason.
4: <laughs> In preseason. In preseason, where the kick, the kick don't matter at all. Bro. Come on, bro. Come
0: Oh, Lord have mercy.
4: You know we can't we can't spend a half hour bashing, folks. Man, we're just trying
0: to educate. That's all. Yeah, yeah, we we're, we're trying to educate, and you know the more the more you know, right, the least likely you are to get upset about stupid shit. I'm just saying, just saying, just saying.
3: Hey, Tim, what's the saying? If you know better, you do better. Hey, you know, now y'all know better. You know,
0: so <laughs> there we go. Somebody write that down <laughs> quick. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> all right, fellas. So, man. um, Thanks for uh, checking us out, folks. Um, This is another four-man rush podcast by the four-man rush, and we have all four of the four-man rush on here tonight. So, yeah, you are welcome. (laughs) So, yeah, on behalf of myself, uh, Timmy Vio, uh, Larry, Monty, Will, and Kevin, Uh, We would like to thank you guys for coming through. Um, Big shout out to Norris and Canardo and Ladarius and Vince uh, for uh, contributing and helping us out with the four-man rush as we continue to give the Panther Nation what it is that they need when it comes to Panther news um, and media. So, um, if you're listening to this podcast in the morning, afternoon, or evening, please have a good day. Be careful out there. And as always, folks. Let them know fellas. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Yeah, keep pounding. And we we'll see you guys next time. Peace.